This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. It's a whole different animal. Yeah. It's not radio. It's not concise segments. It's casual. Yes, yeah. right. Casual. I think the yeah. more you meander, the better. Yes. Oh, well, meander. We, we, that, you yeah. got a tangential. And, oh, that reminds me of another story. But you didn't finish those other 12 stories. Right. Exactly. Right. This is a, we, we, yeah. He's a king of meandering. Yeah. yeah. Look, I just get distracted so easily. So do I. Well, you know what? Then you're perfectly suited for this medium. You think so? Yeah. Back to you. Podcasting from the Museum of Broadcast Communication in Chicago. Visit museum.tv. Back to you is up next, but first, take a listen to this other fine Opie show. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave, we have a St. Patrick's Day special, Dave. We've got Tim O'Shea straight from Ireland. We flew him in. He may not be able to get home, but we flew him in. That's Tim playing in the background right there. He's making me sad. He's got some very sad songs for us, but that's what St. Patrick's Day is all about, sadness. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. The Tony Lasano Podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Radiomisfits.com. The following is a Tony Lasano Podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Have you ever met Chris Rock? Oh, yeah. Okay. I've known Chris right. a long oh, time. Oh, my God. Uh, hang on now. Uh, Hold, okay. it. Right. Hold it. Hold it. Slow um, down, Steve. Yeah, you're meandering. <laughs> you're meandering. Right, right. Oh, very, this segment, it was supposed to ramble. Sam, <laughs> this is the ramble. Sam, are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we started. Hey, Steve. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Are we on? This is back yeah. to you with wow. Howard Sudbury and Steve, Steve you Baskerville. Got me, you got me worried with that hot coffee, man, so close to everything that's You see, how, why did they throw the thing all the way up to the edge like this? I know, and then you got the... Yes. Sitting on the edge. Yes. There's a lot of edges going on. <laughs> and we've got, got a, we've got a guest, but first of all, yes. this is the uh, show where, uh, where the king of meanderers, um, Steve Baskerville, is with me, and people get to eavesdrop like they're listening to our telephone conversation. Let's see. Now, tell me about your dilemma this week no, I with this health crisis. Wait, Please. Wait, no, first of all, Please, just make I it don't short. drive 45 minutes. <laughs> Look, I drive 45 minutes down here every week and sit down in this chair in the morning. Okay. And Howard thinks I... I want to talk about dilemmas. Well, I want to have fun. Me I don't want to hear a dilemma talk. You called me Sunday and said, I'm going to be calling you a lot of times today because I have this <laughs> dilemma. So obviously, I share everything we talk about. You it's sure got to be real. Well, make it just tell it real quickly. I, well, I, you know. Because I want to get to our guest. Well, you got. Well, and I'm I'm gonna, gonna I mean, I got time, man. Okay. You got time. <laughs> I got right. time. He knows how these. This is Dwayne Kennedy, and I got a nice introduction for him in a minute. But okay. You want to do on. it now? You want to do it now? Yeah, I'll do it okay, now. Okay, because I want him to react to what. the story, though. I won't. All right. See, uh, he's in tune I'm to my man. I'm, I'm here sure. with, the, with the Ramble Brothers. I'm not sure that he won't forget it. <laughs> uh, Dwayne Kennedy is an Emmy Award-winning stand-up comedian for United Shades of America, actor and writer. TV writing credits include Arsenio Hall, The Orlando Jones Show, and the critically acclaimed FX series Totally Biased with W. Camel Bell. And we got to give a plug, don't we? Your sure. Stand, their debut stand-up comedy. Oh, no! It's Dwayne Kennedy is available at Bandcamp with a variable, variable 
price point plan. Dwayne, he does this every week, man. Black Just bear folks, with it. Uh, Wait. Okay, okay, Black folks, $9. <laughs> White folks, it depends. <laughs> That's my kind of show. Yeah, that's yeah, funny yeah. shit. Depends, depends yeah. on how your 401k is doing. That's funny shit. Yeah, 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 I like that. It's funny. But yeah. wait a minute. I'm a white folk. Well, uh, it depends. What do I pay? Well, it depends on how the show goes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Historically, uh, you've, you've, it's been free. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, no, it's time to pay up. <laughs> Not you personally, though, Howard. Okay. You got to make the Howard Sudbury Raiders $400. There you go. Or it could be. Oh, like, uh, you know, this thing with um, uh, uh, Nipsey Hussle. You heard, you know. Nipsey Hussle, yeah. yeah. You know, now, I'm at the point now that I don't hear about most rappers until after they've been murdered. Yes. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. like oh, I didn't know they were yes. good. Uh-huh. Right, they, exactly. Who are they? Oh, they're dead. You know. Yeah. yeah you're late. You're very late. late. But this yeah. cat was fantastic, man. And then yeah. just one of his business models was he released an album. I think it was. A hundred albums. That was it. But he sold them for a thousand bucks a piece. Mm. And huh. people bought them. Yeah. So I just, you, it reminded me, I said, oh man, I should charge Howard like a thousand dollars. Well, see, no, and, and, and I'm going to help him work this out because let's say you do two shows yeah. every two years. That yeah. heightens the value of it. Right. Uh, you know. Right, two thousand, three thousand dollar a ticket, because hey, it's so rare that they will come around like that. That's my goal. My goal is to is to do a show for like eighteen people and make three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how's that working out? Uh, not good <laughs> thus far. <laughs> not, not not right now. Well, but, uh, I tell you something that has to do with my dilemma that. Howard was trying to bring up. Okay. See how we come in full circle? Yeah. Now, don't get used to this because we don't do, we don't connect things easily all the time. Okay. I don't know how it happened this time. But I get, look, I, my anniversary, wedding anniversary is coming up three days, four days from this day. My wife and I had planned uh, a trip. We were going, uh, this is a trip we don't have to make, by the way, just for fun. We were going to go to New York. Oh, man. And uh, we were going to go I'm to going a to New show. York Monday. Are you? Yeah. Well, see, now this is, you know. Now you're going to reconsider. Yeah, now he's. I'm, now no, you've no, really no, got a dilemma. No, I, no I'm, feeling even, <laughs> I'm feeling worse about it now that I heard him say that. Look, man, I'm a hypochondriac <laughs> with a little paranoia and anxiety thrown in. <laughs> okay. okay? <laughs> now, you put a little coronavirus possibilities oh, in man, there. Oh, man, yeah. I am freaking. I don't want to touch Anything, I don't anybody. Blame you, brother. Oh man, I don't blame you, right? Because even New York, when the coronavirus is not going around, there's no picnic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even then, you want to just like kind of right. levitate. You're right. Yeah, yes. you're right. Yeah. All right. So let me tell you what I did. We uh, got uh, tickets to go, uh, airline tickets. We were going to stay in a great big Hilton in Manhattan. Wow. Hilton, you know that Hilton hotel? Yeah. And, and go to that ticket thing where you look up and see what show might be. You know, uh, discounted and just go, just pop in. And what's that thing on the corners or on the corner in a little ticks, ticket area? Ticks. ticks. Yeah. Yes, ticks. Yeah, yeah. You just pick a show for a night. But there's a guy that I know whose daughter is in a play in Brooklyn and, <laughs> and got me tickets to go to his daughter's show the night that I arrived. All this was planned. Okay. As a gift. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, all of this was happening before the scaredy cat factor. Okay. <laughs> Perked up. Uh-huh. All right. 
So two days ago, I canceled the trip. Now, it wasn't just me. My oh, wife, wow. my, we both were like just scaredy cat, scaredy cat. I, I don't and we, it. And, you know, just because of a lot of fact, you're hearing all these things, and you, you hear more and more every day. Every day. That sort That's of true. confirms some other fear you may have had. Yeah. But the dilemma is the guy that got me the tickets for his daughter's play. Is pissed. No. I'm wondering. <laughs> no. No. I'm wondering. Uh, That's the dilemma. That's the, That's the dilemma. No. I'm, uh, no. <laughs> you cut to the chase. He's not worried about coronavirus. He's worried about that guy yes. and the tickets. I yes. said, to hell with him. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Live your life. No, no. Yeah. I, I truly want God. to go. I want to be supportive. I want to go to the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The show was sold out. Wow. But he said, I'll see what I can do and get you some tickets. Happy anniversary. And so he got tickets waiting at Will Call. So I... Uh, and this has all been through email that we've been going back and forth over it. Okay. And I'm like, oh, man, this is yeah, terrific. Like, that's a new thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes we text. <laughs> God almighty. So he, he looked at me. Did you call Dwayne, him on the landline? Dwayne just looked, Dwayne just looked at me like, uh, this is a 21st century, man. <laughs> okay. Hey, man, I'm not that far behind you, brother, on the technology tip, so I would never look askance or, you know what I mean? But it is kind of hilarious that you had to point that out. This is Dwayne. It's what they call this, the email. <laughs> email. email. And I did call it the email. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so we email back and forth. My and I, I get guilty fast. I don't want to. Now I, I was, I had a lot of anxiety about writing in the note to tell him I'm not going after all he went through getting me tickets and the shows all that. And you jumped right to it, so he's pissed. I don't know what his reaction is yet. I'm oh. assuming he could be pissed. Would you be pissed of that? Here's the thing. If I was going, if I said, man, I, if I had some friends who were going to the Dwayne uh, Kennedy show, were, were ready to go, show sold out, and one of them said, I know Dwayne. Let me call Dwayne, see what I can do. Dwayne got two tickets for me and my wife for next Friday, and then suddenly... He has to come back to you and say, oh, he can't come. He's not He's not even coming to town. After you went through, I don't know what level. Would you be pissed if somebody would not show up because of that virus? I don't know, man. I, I'm trying to think if there have been incidents where people have asked me for tickets to a show and then not come. Yeah. But most of the time, Steve, I... I'm sort of relieved when people who I know don't come. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if they couldn't make it, it'd be like, yeah. oh, man, that's kind of a win-win. Because I look like a good guy for getting you the tickets, and you are, it's even better because you didn't show up. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So, you know, well, I feel a little better after that. Yeah. yeah. I do, well, actually. According to my uh, religious beliefs, I yeah. believe that, that God made text and email just so you can tell people you're not coming to things and get out of things. Yeah. That's what it's for. You don't have to talk to them. You, you don't have to have to talk to them. Dwayne's got talking. people. So he can have his people <laughs> tell people no. Yeah. We don't have people. Yeah, exactly. you got to get people. Right. You're exactly well, right. You say he's your friend, right? Uh, yeah. Not anymore. Well, <laughs> used to be. His former friend. Used to be. Uh-huh. Well, I was going to say, I mean, how good, good of friends are you? I mean, we're not very close. We're okay. Just, <laughs> no, he would just say, you know what I mean? If it was a friend like, oh, that's just Steve. Right. Steve's always doing right. that. You're not very that's close. That's my boy. Then why no, he's, lear no, he's learning that Steve is like that. That's flaky Steve. <laughs> yeah. Steve yeah. will flake on him. Yes. Steve's not coming. Yeah. 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 Steve's never like that coming. Now. Right. But why, if you're not close, why are you afraid to tell him no? 
No, because I, I want to be supportive. I want to go, and I was part of. And I, I know how he feels about the production, and I, I sort of like, yeah, yeah, I want to go. Yeah, that's great, great. Mm-hmm. Well, the tickets might be hard because it's sold out. I'll see what I could do, and so I, I sort of inconvenienced him trying to get them. Right. And then you know, it was so much joy in his heart about. His daughter's performance. He's so somebody proud of will, her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I don't yeah. want to let that down. And what's going to happen now is that he's going to say, "Nobody's coming to the show because the virus." And you now you stiffed her, and they closed the show, and she's a wreck. Well, the other yeah. thing, that's what's going to happen. No I, no, I think you just get a reputation as being a panicker, a four flusher, a panicky guy. Yeah, but or a four flusher. You know what a four, a four flusher is? No. Tell him what a four flusher is. I don't know where it originated. Oh, it's from it's poker. A, is it poker? Is yeah, it poker? It's poker. It's when somebody just where you backs think out you, of a deal. No, it's where you you're playing poker and you think uh, you you have a straight flush, mm-hmm. and when you reveal your cards, you only throw four of them out there. You never had it. Oh. So you're a four flusher. You didn't have the fifth like a flush. Uh-huh. You had all hearts, but the last one was a uh, club. Uh-huh. So you throw four of them out there and take the pot. Oh, really? So just, you four-flushed uh, him. Yeah, he acts like he he really knows that, doesn't he? Yeah. I wonder how much of so a four-flusher like, we got over there. <laughs> I, I just know the origin of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I know. I was, that, is that let's bring this term? back to Dwayne. Dwayne, yes. you're from you're from Chicago. What what part of the city did you grow up in? I grew up on the south side, and then I moved to the south suburbs, and then I moved back to Chicago. Did you? Yeah. yeah. So I was on, uh, like, 86th off of... Uh, Cottage, I mean Stony Island, and then suburbs, and now I'm in, which I now I live in what I thought was Pullman all these years, but turns out it's actually North. Um, oh my fault, man. Okay, is that better? Yeah. Is that cool? Wow, you That's suddenly good. got that okay. me- mellowness just came Hello. right out. I like it. Uh, you're listening to the. Uh, um, so yeah, I thought I was in Pullman, man, but I'm in yeah. Roseland, but we still huh. call it Pullman. So uh-huh. Pullman. Yeah, my my grandparents were at. Uh, 87th and Honoree, oh, yeah. uh, which is just to the east of uh, Western. Mm-hmm. And uh, all my relatives on the south side, I said, you know, they lived near Beverly. <laughs> they, they didn't live in Beverly. Right. And I, we couldn't get in Beverly. We were. Yeah, yeah. Beverly's, that's the goal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. One day. Yeah. Woo, if I get about. <laughs> Right. Three or four hundred thousand million dollars. Yeah. I'm gonna move yes, a couple of blocks. What's yes, the uh, what's the one street down there with all the big old mansions on the edge of Beverly? Is it Longwood? Yes. Yeah. It's Longwood. Yeah. 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 Wow. You go down Longwood, like man, I'm not yeah. even in Chicago anymore. Yes. I'd well, we're gonna have a, houses. a few more sold out shows. We, we're gonna be in good shape. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. We're gonna make it now. It's gonna be a new addition to our podcast. But, but you know, Dwayne has already elevated the podcast to a different level because of, <laughs> yes. no, no, no. You know why? Because of your the success you've already had, uh-huh. what you've already accomplished, man. Letterman. Yeah. Right, Kimmel show, mm-hmm. uh, Conan. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, film. Uh, right, a couple films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, TV comedy thing. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emmy. It. Wait, wait. Emmy. Sure. Now what's the? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Good. Yeah. What was the Emmy for? I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was for uh, supervising producer for United Shades. Okay. Yes. 
So. United Shades for CNN, right? Yes, United Shades. United Shades of America, Sundays on CNN with W. Kamau Bell. Yes. <laughs> you know, the thing about that show was yeah. that um, there, there was a, a, a comedic sort of overtone mm-hmm. dealing with some people who seem to have very little sense of humor many times. Yeah. You know, trying to observe places and folks that um, had strange points of view. Yeah, or just... You're right, and just or just dealing with heavy topics, man. Yeah, yeah. That, um, but you know, he came into the show. I was a comedian, right. so it was that was the the, the angle where dealing with the because I mean those kind of all things in his wheelhouse. Like he's a socially conscious, progressive type cat, but he's a comedian as well. But he likes to do comedy that has that's based in something that you know has not all of it message, but you know right. has a point of view. Sure. You know, so from from what I've seen uh, of your work, you you have a lot of your a lot of your humor seems to come from observations, mm-hmm. look at social and sort of political world things that are going on, mm-hmm. and sort of react to it. Right? Yeah, it's more it's it's coming and from stuff what about cats. I mean, both. I got stuff about right the you know. The oppression, the yes. oppressive, yes, and some stuff about cats. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you a cat person? Uh, I like cats, dogs. Yeah. yeah, I like them both. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not a cats person. No, no. I don't know why, but I, they they make me jumpy. <laughs> Everything makes you jumpy. <laughs> we've uh, we've established that, haven't we, Dwayne? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny because man. It's, I brought you and Howard gifts for yeah. letting me say I like nice. brought Howard a uh, thing of chocks. I bought you a cat, <laughs> a kitten a named kitten. Corona. You can have <laughs> a kitten yeah. named you can Corona. have it for a long fifteen uh, years, eighteen yeah. years. Thanks for helping cats ease my long, anxiety. Long time. I was going to say, man, if this cat is your friend or trying to be your friend, yes, I, I don't know how you could not understand not wanting to catch coronavirus. Right. Sure. You know what I mean? Right. Sure. But I'm now, is it also, look, how many million people are walking around in New York? Am I that self-centered to think I'm going to be picked out? I'm number 13. Come yes. Sounds like a yes. Yes. <laughs> that's what you said. Sounds to, like a yes. That's what you said to me when I told you not to go. You said because you think that the world right. revolves around Howard. Yeah. And, and you're making me feel get this feeling like the world's revolving around me yeah. now. That's yeah. the way you're supposed to be. And then you be the... I mean, I don't know how many people have gotten it, of course, but every... You don't really hear anything about it. That might, like, who's catching it? So I don't know. Yeah. I was going to say, then you might be the one brother that gets, but you might not be the first brother that have coronavirus. That's interesting. Yeah. It? I've, it I've had black people tell me, that, oh, you ain't got to worry about that. You ain't white. Uh-huh. You ain't got to huh. worry about the coronavirus. Uh-huh. It's white folks catching that. Okay. Huh. Okay. I don't know that's, if that's even true. I don't, I don't know. Nobody knows may have a point it, there. But yeah. So go on out to New York, black man, <laughs> and breathe in that corona. Don't be scared. And see that play. It might be a win-win because that play might suck. Your friend's <laughs> no, daughter no, might suck. No. And like, now you don't have to tell him that. Oh, How would you man. Tell? Wow. Uh-huh. It was great. <laughs> it was great. It was so, wow. wow. It was different. Yeah. <laughs> That's when they say that, then you know it sucked. I, I have a friend. I always tell this story. I have a friend. She's an actor, and she knows actors and all that So she had a friend of hers who was an actor who had a friend. Anyway, they went to see this woman that they know who's an actor on this, do this play. Right. Go to the show. Play's horrible. She's horrible. Everything's horrible. 
But they get off, she gets off, you know. So, you know, what what'd you think? And then one of them said, Girl, <laughs> you were on that stage. <laughs> she said, yeah, yeah, I was on that stage. I was on that stage. <laughs> that's a good, I got to remember that line. Yeah, yeah that's, that's like a, looking at a baby that might be an ugly baby. Yeah. And going, that sure is a baby. You know what I mean? You <laughs> know you gave birth. Yes, indeed. Ooh, wait. Now, have you... Have you ever played? Now we talked about all the big time venues and uh, you know places that you have already appeared. Mm-hmm. What's the? Have you played in some places that really sucked, like just awful, like nobody would want to have to perform under these circumstances? Or, or was That's it most of the gigs I do? <laughs> <laughs> have I ever? You mean Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, so... Not that I don't want to do them, but I mean, it's, you know, it's rigatay. I mean, this with comedy, man, it, you could be here. Yes. As far as... And then you do a show and wherever you do it, you know, I, yeah. I bar shows, one-nighters and... Where, where the audience, I mean, is difficult. They're not paying attention because they're distracted by something else. Uh, it's not the place where somebody can be heard properly. Have you ever gone through that? I've you, gone through it, but that... That hasn't happened in a while. I mean, I've certainly played obscure places. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, just joints that are just say, you know what? We're going to do a comedy show here anyway. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know now, does that change like what your approach is once you hear oh, yeah. where this place is? Really? So you sort of tailor it to where you're going to be? To, I mean, to some degree. Like, if you do a show, like I've been... Do is I do some like one nighters in Michigan or Indiana at these bar joints, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some bikers there and something. You don't want to say now and and now for the introspective musings. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's probably not the place you want to do right. all your uh yeah, Trump you bits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, a yeah, sudden sure. shift of yeah. material when yeah, you, yeah. Uh, sure. you got to play to the audience. You know, what I mean, to some to some degree. I mean, because it's, it's things. That I do that I think are funny. Yeah. I don't want to pander, but it's just you pick your battles, you know. Like, I tell you what, though. I did a show and at Zany's in St. Charles. This was, uh, did you hear about this, Rick? This is Rick Geezer, everybody. He's yes. Just, yeah, he's, no, we yeah. should tell Rick, tell folks who Rick is. Uh, I didn't mean to just drag him into that's your all right. show, man. That's all right. That's my right. fault. No, that's okay. Yeah. Rick Geezer is the uh, publicist for okay. Zany's Comedy Club. Okay, okay. And, you know, just a good guy. Yes. Yeah. But um, so when Zany's had a, had a club in St. Charles recently, and this was last year, maybe the year before, and I was doing, you know, out there. And, and St. Charles is not that far away right. from Chicago. What, 60 yeah. miles? Yeah. yeah. Do, what, an hour to, hour's drive, something mm-hmm. like that? Or less? 30, wow, 30 yeah, miles? It, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay, it feels like it's farther. Yeah, 30 miles and three decades away. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going back in time. Yeah. Where? To St. Charles. That's three-hour drive. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Like, how did I? Yeah. <laughs> right. Am I in Iowa? You know what I mean? Um, so I was doing this you know, on, on stage, and I was doing stuff about Trump. And from the stage, it, like these people, in the, I, so I couldn't really see them. But what I heard, what happened was when I got off, they said, when you started talking about Trump, it was about nine people that just got up and walked out. Mm-hmm. And were, some of them were crying. Mm. 
and walk. And uh, but I understand that. I mean, that's just you know, even without Trump, that's usually my act. Just. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not a show unless somebody's crying. You know what I mean? Uh, That's how I gauge it. Uh, but uh, uh, then some people walked out and they were crying. They were out in the lobby, and, and someone, the manager, told me that two women, as they were walking out, gave me the Heil Hitler oh, salute. You heard about that, Rick? Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's how I do a show. That's how I do it, Heil. Man. Come in, come in and, and you, when you come to my show, you might be even killed. You leave a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah! Wow! Yeah, yeah, different ways of measuring success. Yeah, that's how I measure mine. Ooh. Yeah, wow. if you're not goose stepping out of my show, <laughs> then I've done something wrong. Um, give us a little bit of your Trump bit. Oh man, if you it's would. not even. You know what? It it's, wasn't it's, even. All right, wasn't even that rough. Not, not no, not really, man. It's kind of an easy target. Well, some folks don't want to hear anything negative. No, no. they don't want to hear it at all. No. They do not want They can't wait not to hear it. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and it seemed like that's gotten worse. Well, you felt that now, for instance, with this situation, mm -hmm. did you think on the ride there, okay, man, I'm probably going to have to tailor some stuff, or, or I'm, I'm going to have to be prepared for the backlash from what I'm going to say, because I'm going to say it. Um, oh, you mean the one with yeah, with the Saint people Charles. became Nazis? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that one. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what well, was that happening? Was the goal. I was like, if I can't convert a couple of people tonight, <laughs> you know what I mean? Then if I, I can't get some good Christians, <laughs> yes, to go yes. wanting to storm Austria when yes. they get out of this yes. show, yes, then I failed. Then yes. I failed. Yeah. As a human being, yeah. no, I don't. But no, I, sometimes I think about it. Sometimes I, I not not really, man, because I'm not. <sighs> It just depends. More often than not, I mean, I have some things about whatever social commentary, yeah. this and that. But then all of us, there's other things that aren't that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So sometimes I just you just know where to kind of throw it in there. And then, like I said, some shows you you pick your battles. And, you know, let me just get through this show. Yeah. yeah. You know, we've had songwriters on our podcasts and, and musicians. I wonder if uh, comedians will take notes constantly or write down things. You ever just sit back and go, hey, that's a... I better keep that, write it down while we got it, while I'm while it's in my head. Boom! There you uh -oh. go. One notebook. Look at that. He's still Boom. reaching. He got yep. another man. <laughs> he got two notebooks. No, he's, he's not out done. Here. And a pen. And a pen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bullshitting. <laughs> Man. Well, you have, I've heard, I mean, comedians are constantly, when you, when material pops into your head, you've yeah. got to write it down, don't you? Yeah. You wake yeah. up in the middle of the night and think of something. Right, you've right, right. You've got to write it down. Yeah, you write it down. And then you go back and look at it and say, oh, man, what yeah. was I thinking about? Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't funny at all. You know, I, there's something that I'm, I was thinking about with somebody who does what you do mm -hmm. uh, and you are socially with other comedians, maybe just having coffee or drink somewhere. Mm -hmm. And you say something that's very funny just mm -hmm. off the top of your head. Now, do you right away go, oh, man, I'm going to use that. I hope none of these guys think they're <laughs> going to use that. Well, uh, are you protective that way? Do you not even think about it that way? Well, I mean, it's different. I don't know how it is now, you know, with the kids. Yes. But it used to be a thing where, you know, just sort of comic protocol, comedian protocol. Yeah. Like, oh, man, that's funny. Are you going to use that? Okay. Or breaking it down to, like, 
you might have said, good morning. And then somebody said, yeah, good if you're planning on killing yourself, whatever. Right, right. So that was the tag, which was the funny part. Yes, yes. So it's, oh, man, can I? You okay. Know, so people can work it out ethically. Sometimes yeah. people don't do that. They just, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that to <laughs> myself. You and then I'm material. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. You look up one day in a club and somebody's doing your act. I mean, that's, that happens. happens. That happens, yeah. That, yeah. There was a, a story. I'm not going to say this person's name. Please do. Okay, Arsenio Hall. Mm. Ah. Mm. <laughs> and that, uh, that was hard. <laughs> you, had to, you had to squeeze that out of him, didn't you? Nah, Man. let me use somebody. Nah, nah, nah. No, no. Cut, no. scratch, Okay, edit. okay, okay. Because nah. okay. I, uh, I might need that brother for a gig. I yes, know. Yeah. Days. I, and you might. I heard you were bad-mouthing me on, on the Ramble Brothers podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new name. It'll take off the Ramble Brothers. I love Ramble Brothers. I do, too. Man. Now Why didn't a, we think of now that? Now you got a promo. I don't know. Oh, we're okay. not just, what do you all call? Because he's back to you because we worked. It's a number two. Because we worked at Channel Two oh, together right. here, yeah, yeah. and everybody sports on television, yeah, sports yeah, right. weather, yeah. yeah. And so we worked for twenty years, right? Together, twenty five, twenty five, wow, yeah, okay. something like that. Yeah. And um, that, yeah, I get it. And we talked on the phone every night uh, for twenty five years, just like oh, this. It's silly, just it's rambling. bizarre. It's silly. Like I told him that whole New York and tickets thing. We'll have conversation. He'll tell me some crisis he's got, and then yeah. we wind up being on the phone for about an hour. Yeah, you, and, that's yeah, that's how it, that's how it is. That's what that's the cool thing about podcast. Funny because uh, a friend of mine, Owen Smith. I don't know if you ever heard. Owen's a great comedian. Owen is a. Um, we wrote. We actually worked together on Arsenio Hall's show. We wrote on that show together. But Owen's written on Blackish and whatever. So when we talk on the phone, same things. Like, oh man, we should. We've been talking about this for years. We, we should do a podcast. So yeah. now, uh, just don't weeks call ago, it Rambler Brothers. Uh, no, no. We go. You know, we think about calling it Medium Loud. Mm. Huh. I like it. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. You know what's going to happen. What? Next week. Welcome back to Medium Live with Howard's <laughs> Steve, Steve and Howard's right. You know, we're the Ramble Brothers, and the show's called Medium Live. And wait, who's this surprise guest? Dwayne Kenny, but he was here yesterday. He doesn't look too happy. And who's that security behind him? <laughs> no, yeah. next week we're going to have our city hall on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you hear what Dwayne Kennedy said about you? <laughs> no, Arsenio's a good cat, man. He gave me a gig. So. Yeah. Now, so you were writing for the show? Yes, I was writing for the show. And I was in one sketch, and I was hoping that, you know, maybe more, that, more of that would happen. Sure. But then we went on hiatus, what mm -hmm. we thought, and then we got the word that the show. Because after they told him the show was being picked up, this was in May, and then we went on hiatus. We were supposed to have come back in June, and then they told him, "Ah, you know, we told you about the show being picked up." Uh, Don't know about that. Nah, it's the way it works, isn't it? Sometimes, you know, I don't know, because I—I mean, I'm sure it's happened before in the history of TV and life, but rarely do you. I think you have somebody like they had a show, and this is before I came on the show that. I mean, Jay Leno, during the show, walked out to announce to everybody that Arsenio's show had been picked up. And then even after all that, then they got, he got killed. Yeah. But I, I heard, anyway, it's just a business thing. They now, were, uh, of know. all those facts, you've been, you've been in every side of the business. What do you enjoy the most? I mean, you like writing? Do you like 
writing for somebody else? Do you like doing your own thing, stand up? you like performing in sketches? What, do you, what is it? I like doing stand up, my own thing. I like acting. Uh, writing, I love writing for myself. Writing for someone is uh, more challenging. I enjoy it. Like I, I enjoy working with Kamal because we've known each other a million years. And we have sort of similar sensibilities, you know. Is he from, he's not from Chicago, is he? Kamal's from everywhere. Okay. Yeah. Kamal was, uh, he was born, I think, in Palo Alto. And then he, he when I met him, it was in Chicago because mm-hmm. he, he had uh, gone to lab school, you know, mm-hmm. Chicago lab. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he went to college for a minute, came back, and he started doing stand-up in Chicago. So at that point I met him, he was starting to do stand-up, and I was getting back into stand-up. So that's where we met. This was 90, 94. And then he was here until 97 or something like that. you know. But he really developed and kind of found his voice when he, he, he went left here and moved to San Francisco. Hmm. Yeah, but we've been friends since, since then. And he told me, you know how people say, like, oh, brother, if I ever make it, he doesn't talk like that, but yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's my brother. That's that's my version of Kamal. But if I ever make it, yeah. I'll tell you a couple things. Yeah, he would sit here and go, "Who's he? Who's he yeah, imitating?" He would. Right. He would. Exactly. Right. I, I want him to hear this part so he can say, "I don't talk like that at all." Yeah, yeah. Yes. never talked my like word. that once. Yeah. Um, how how old were you when you knew you were funny? A kid. You know, I was a. When I was a kid, I thought I was funny. Like, I think probably most kids think they're funny, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. You ever do that? Entertain us. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And or in school, in the back of the room. Yeah, yeah. A quick impression of some uncle or something. And yeah. Right. People laugh. Yeah, so I always, I, yeah, as a kid, I thought I was funny. I used to make people laugh, and I loved comedy. And then, um, you know. Well, you must have also develop writing skills to be able to do all the things you've done. I mean, you didn't neglect other skills you had to pick up other than just performance. No, no, no. Yeah, the writing was, uh, yeah, the most important thing. Like, were you, a, were you an A student? No. No, I was not. No? No, I was a f- almost flunking out student. You were not get Only your homework on, in on time guy? Or at all. Man. Yeah. Yeah, maybe gave me anxiety just bringing that up again. <laughs> Were you an A student? No, Steve. No, but I worried about well, it. <laughs> we know you worried yourself into a B. I worried myself <laughs> into a B. Uh-huh. I had the A thing going, A minus, uh-huh. and then I had so much anxiety before I knew it. It was a B. <laughs> the teacher but, said, "Listen, Howard, you. I mean, Steve, you, you, you get yeah. on my nerves." <laughs> yeah, well, that, that was every teacher. Yeah. No, I was a pretty good student. I mean, in terms of paying attention, and I, what I knew, I was funny in terms of being. I knew somewhere down the road, some kind of performance may be in the cards for me, mm-hmm. just because I was able to sort of entertain the class okay. when need be. But at the same time, you know, when I went home without good grades, I knew consequences there, so I had to study harder. Okay, but that's funny when you, like, I think as a as a kid, I want. As a kid, I remember wanting to be a comedian, just watching it on TV. Like, oh, I'd like to do that. Then yeah. you get a little older, and kind of put it aside. Then you know, then you find out, hey man, 
pretty much suck at everything else. Let me get that comedy <laughs> shot. <laughs> Let me go back to that. I'm going to find out who you were watching, but you know what? Yeah. We have to take a break. Get out of here. Yeah. We're going to take a no, short break. No, don't get out of here. We'll stay. Yeah. All this right. is uh, Medium Loud with the Ramblin' Brothers. And <laughs> yeah! We'll be right back. <laughs> yeah! Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, it's part one of our list of cars that were discontinued in the last decade, plus the story of India retiring its famous taxis. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Lou Costable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. If you like Back to You with Howard and Steve, then be sure to check out some other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. And Steve, uh, Dwayne Kennedy is going to be appearing here at the Museum of Broadcast Communications. He's going to appear here with Jeff Garland from Curb Your Enthusiasm and uh, a show called It's Comedy, When is Edgy? Over the Edge at the Museum of Broadcast uh, Communications. And you could get tickets and more information where? Museum.tv. <laughs> On this week's Free Kicks with Adam and Rick, we talk about how the coronavirus is actually affecting European football. When Italy's locked down, and then maybe when other teams are playing behind closed doors, that's a big problem. No France, no Spain. You know the coronavirus is a problem. Uh, you find out more about that and all the other football news happening uh, in Europe on Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. We are back. This is Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. That was fun, wasn't it, with Dwayne? Yeah, I, you know, I love cool. uh, yeah, how people can uh, sort of relate all the way back to, how, to who influenced them and who, who made them so inspired to do what he's doing. Yes. We're going to do a uh, second part with Dwayne because he was so good. And uh, you just talked about what we're going to get into, his comedy okay. influences. He's brilliant. He's a lot of fun. And he's from Chicago, which is great. So that'll be on the next Back to You. That'll do this uh, for this one. We thank everybody for listening. And you can find the show at uh, opishows.com. Did I get it right, Tony? Yes, I and wherever you get your fine podcast, Steve. You are still trying to break your record for the length of ending a show. <laughs> he said or do a, a short segment. one. Goodness That's gracious. It. Yeah. Say good night. Good, good day. Good, good whatever. <laughs> <laughs> riddance. <laughs> good riddance. <laughs> Back to you is a presentation of Opie Productions. From Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville, I'm Sam Greenberg, the Back to You engineer. Special thanks to the staff of the Museum of Broadcast Communication and check them out at museum.tv. Executive producer is Tony Lasano with opishows.com, which is hippo spelt backwards. That's O-P-P-I-H shows.com. Back to You is distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Until next time, stick around. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com.
Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Hey, and friends here, and I think you should listen to us. Why's that? Well, personally, I like dragging us down rabbit holes that have little to do with the conversation at hand. Yeah, you do that all the time. I think you're a professional at it. I'd like to be. I think that's my ideal job. Just to be the tangent man. How you guys feel about peeing on a bus? <laughs> All that on And Friends, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. If you missed Los Anno or Los Los Anno and Friends, here's what you missed. Edsula, the president is here, the guy that's in charge of the whole network. So we have to be good, right? Yes. Yeah. And so far. So what's going on with the network? Anything exciting? We have a, a thousand shows. I mean, there's a lot of them. We have a lot of shows. Yeah. Name the worst show on the network. Go ahead. <laughs> say it to his face. Just say it. Say it to his face. Yeah. yeah. No, I, 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 would, I dare anyone to find a bad show. There, all... there is not a show on this network that yeah. I'm not proud of. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Aww. Yeah. Uh, Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Radio Misfits. Get more. Lausano and Friends. Lausano. Now on Lausano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lausano or whatever it's called. Listen, subscribe, and rate back to you on opishows.com or wherever you find your podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Is this over? Yes.